What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Seven Figures Club podcast, brought to you by many important values like being relentless, controlling what you can control, and being irrationally and unreasonably optimistic, avoiding complaining, whining, criticizing, etc., etc. Hope you're having an amazing end to 2020, and probably as you're listening to this, it's already 2021. So to dominate 2021, a topic that was in my mind bright and early this morning as I was working out at about 6.30 a.m., the importance of how pushing past our fear to act is really essential to success. How pushing past our fear of acting actually helped save a lady's life who was at my house 14 years ago. Why I pushed past my own fears and regrets to leave a $5 million a year company that I launched out of my kitchen and how you can systematically push past your fears that are keeping you from making big, bold decisions to achieve the entrepreneurial success that you really want in your life. So let's get going. There are over 32 million businesses in the US and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. All right. Hope you guys are having a great 2021 and that you're focused on making you know, turning your dreams into the truth, into reality, that you're putting in the work, but most importantly, creating the vision of where you want to be at the end of 2021. And what you're doing today, this week, this month, and next month, that's going to get you closer to achieving that goal where you want to be at the end of 2021. And one of the things that keeps us from being successful and joining that seven figures club and creating businesses that make seven figures plus and earning seven figures of personal income is our fears, our fears, our insecurities that uh, keep us from pushing forward, from having the audacity and the boldness to actually act and do what you need to do to have a chance to have a shot at creating that life and that seven figures business that you want and so interestingly enough and i don't know why i was thinking about this uh, but uh, back in 2006 it was for whatever reason uh, my, my wife and i had uh, yeah we, we had uh, moved into a, a house and and it was uh you know, my wife and I, and at the time we had two kids, uh, Lucas and Kayla, and uh, there we were hanging out, and Jill's brother's mother and father-in-law, so Jill's brother uh, brother's uh, in-laws, parents, uh, you know, came to visit, and they, you know, needed a place to stay because uh, Donna, Joe was her name, needed to get a heart transplant. And so she needed a heart transplant and and living in rural Idaho where she lived, like she was going to have to come to Salt Lake City to do it because that was where the the heart center was at the University of Utah Hospital to be able to get that uh, procedure done. And and so she had to be on call at all times and ready to, you know, drive down to the hospital immediately. And so 
there we all were residing uh, in our house and you know they asked in the most respectful amazing way we didn't even know him and we agreed that yes you know she could stay with us and uh, get her heart transplanted and then go through the the rehabilitation process of making sure her new heart was going to work and, and so forth and so on and so there we were and she uh, you know the call came at midnight uh one night and and she and and uh and her husband uh, rushed out the door and, and went down to the hospital and she got that heart transplant. And, and of all the crazy timing, we actually were moving from that house to another house that we had bought. And so as we're going through this process, we get all moved over and we're moved into the new house and Donna Joe's starting to do better. And two or three weeks after the heart transplant had taken place and you know we had a room and a bathroom all set aside for her in the basement and and we come uh, jill my, my wife uh, goes into her room one morning and she's not well and she can't control her bowels and there's a mess everywhere and so she you know tries to help uh, get her into the bathroom and something is really wrong and you know we're calling her family and they're like oh she's fine this happened she just got a new heart she just needs to rest in bed as we're kind of explaining her symptoms and clearly she's not well she has literally probably 50 pounds of water retention weight that's uh you know holding her down and we later learned that her potassium levels are just completely messed up so we're kind of you know, kind of stuck in this uh, process and uh, and we don't know what to do. And so we've got all this fear, like, what do we do? Should she just, we just put her back in bed. My wife literally is cleaning crap off of her so that she, cause she just doesn't have any control of her, her faculties at that moment, her bowels. And so, and so there we are, uh, you know, stuck in this uh, crazy bubble of fear, like what to do, what to do. And eventually we're like, we've got to just uh, get her into our car and, and run her to the hospital. Like she, she could die. I mean, we, we don't know what's going on. Right. And so, but now we have to figure out how are we going to get her to our car because she's got 50 pounds of water weight. She's dead weight. She can't move. She's not really there. And so, and so, you know, I get to, you know, I, I have to pick her up. So I'm going to have to, you know, lift her. And, and she's at this point with all that water weight, easily over 200 pounds. And I'm like, dang, I don't know if I can get her up the stairs and get into the car. But I, you know, get some adrenaline pumping and get warmed up and, and get her uh, lifted up on my, uh, you know, on my shoulders and, and take her up and get her into our Tahoe. And, and Jill runs her to the emergency room where she codes and damn near dies. And, uh, you know, thank goodness uh, is able to eventually recover and make a full recovery. Her heart uh, is accepted by her body and she's able to live another, you know, 10 years before she passes away. Sweetest lady, did our dishes every single day for the 9, 10 months that she stayed with us. And um, that was uh, an interesting experience, but an experience of where we had to push past this fear to do what we knew we had to do, and yet we weren't sure what we should do, but we knew we had to kind of push past it. And I liken it to in business as entrepreneurs where we can be just absolutely petrified with fear, where we don't know what to do 
exactly, but we know we need to act. We know we need to take massive action. We know we need to be audacious and bold and do that crazy thing. Reach out to that all those potential strategic partners that could absolutely change our business. Uh, do that bold ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar you know Facebook marketing campaign with a funnel we're not sure is going to convert, right? And so I remember a few years ago. Uh, with my previous uh, company, funding company that I'd launched out of my kitchen, it had come to a point, and this company's doing $5 million a year in sales, but we're going the wrong direction. We're not profitable. I've taken on b different business partners who don't share my values and philosophies, and I'm kind of in that uh, same position. I'm petrified with fear. Go what the hell do I do? And it becomes clear, I've got to leave. I've got to leave the business and the company that I started, that I have lost control due to my mistakes and my you know, uh, passing of, of control to these, these new partners that don't share the same work ethic, they don't share the same values, they don't uh, value clients and, and strategic partners the way I do. And it's clear, I know I've got to go. But at the time, I'm walking away from you know, this business, income, to do something absolutely new that I'm not even sure exactly what I'm going to do. Five kids, mortgage, all these things we've got to take care of. Uh, I'm going to have to uh, get rid of my boat, and that's my pride and joy to be able to go and wakeboarding every summer. What in the hell am I going to do is, is what's going through my mind. And I go through the process of writing down the pros and the cons and just making a really well-informed and researched out decision. And I know there that looking forward over the next several years, there's no way that I'm going to be able to achieve the levels of success and provide the value to my clients and strategic partners and create the dream business and life that I want without the control that I need, without the right people, the right team. Our, you know, our values and our culture had just gone down. And I knew that there was no long-term play there. And so I made that bold decision to leave. And it was scary for the first few months, right? I had to, you know, borrow from Peter to pay Paul and, and cover mortgage payments and, and fall behind on a few things and didn't make any income. Remember, I did that uh, in August and it was August, September, October didn't have any income coming from the new business until November. So it was like three, four months later, draining our savings account. And it's a tough, scary, and even in November, okay, we finally generate some income, but we still lose money, right? Because I still have business expenses, marketing expenses. I've got uh, an employee I'm paying to, to do all the work that uh, I need her help with so that we can operate as a company. And finally, by December, we finally start to uh, make some profits. And, and that first quarter of that next year, you know, we, we, I'm making, uh, you know, substantial more income personally than I was making at my previous company because I don't have all these partners and I don't have mismanagement. And I'm starting to build a really great team around me. And then we get a, an office space. And fast forward a few years later, and we're in such an amazing position as a business to really help entrepreneurs with funding, with finance, to change their lives, to offer an opportunity to our strategic partners, business coaches, consultants, funding partners. And all of those things never, ever take place if I don't push past this fear to act and do what I know I need to do 
even though it's laced with all sorts of uncertainty, all sorts of things that can go wrong, but I know in my heart and research and meditation and vision that there's no way I can stay and continue doing what I'm doing and get the kind of results that I want. It's not going to happen. So I'm going to have to take this bold, scary, audacious step, go outside of my comfort zone and start over completely from scratch. And scary at the time, remember meeting, uh, you know, with our our local uh, uh, bishop at our church and getting advice. And he's like, dang, I, I couldn't do that. Um, He was a sales guy, but he's like, I'm not starting my own business with all that sort of uncertainty and leaving a business that you'd already built and, and, but, but understanding like it was the right thing and and encouraging me and and getting all sorts of support from our neighborhood. It was just a magical time, but really a scary time, a time where there was a lot of stress. I'm starting to, to lose weight. I'm not sleeping well. I'm just going to grind it out. I know that I'm on the right track and I'm going to push past that fear. I'm going to do all the things that I should have done previously, but didn't. And now I'm going to do those things. So how can you systematically push past your fears to act towards entrepreneurial success, to take that big, bold step? And it's not always leaving, you know, that, uh, that job that you have, but it might be Taking the bold step of, you know, I'm not going to, I'm sorry, sorry, honey, you know, husband, wife, spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, I I can't watch TV with you. I can't hang out with you from nine o'clock to midnight uh, during, uh, you know, pretty much every day because I've got to work on this side hustle. I've got to work on my seven figures business plan. I've got to build the infrastructure, the products, the services, the marketing. I've got to do that, right? And I've got to use my time off instead of going on vacation to get this thing launched. And then once it's launched, now I'm going to have to really focus in. We're going to have to you know, get rid of some of the, the luxuries of, of life that we've had as we build this new business. And you're going to have to make that bold decision. And then you're going to have to really get past the fear of being rejected of not being able to make that sale and knock on as many doors as possible to bring in those strategic partners to close that big deal to get in uh, that big box store to to have your product uh, be able to really sell at a high volume a high level you're going to have to get those business loans and those lines of credit and and go through the funding process that we can help you with or or any someone else can help you with in order to create that seven figures business and you're going to have to take risks and you're going to have to put your butt on the line and you're going to not have guaranteed income and you're going to have to push past all these fears and control what you can control and act in such a way that you have micro goals that you're working towards on a daily, weekly, monthly basis that are going to get you to your annual goal and your three-year goal and your five-year goal. And you have to understand that things are going to change. The products that you first start, you might have to scrap and create completely new products. That sales presentation that was doing well for a year that's now starting to tank is going to have to be reworked. There's going to have to be new salespeople, new employees that you're going to have to train. And there's all these fears that you will have to push through. But if you do push past those fears and act and take the massive action, and not give a damn what anybody thinks. That's so important. You have the naysayers, family and friends that are talking crap behind your back and to you, telling you how you're going to fail. You need to get rid of those people in your life. You need to cut that fat in 2021 and move forward with people who are building 
you know, around you that have the right framework and mentality and that are part of helping you achieve your dreams instead of being the naysayers. And it can be hard because sometimes some of the biggest naysayers around you are those friends and family telling you, Leo, you need to go to law school and be an attorney like your dad. You're going to be a great attorney. I'm sure I would have been a great attorney, but that was not my path forward. And that would have been a complete reversal of where I needed to go. And thank goodness I didn't choose that route. And as I look back, pushing past fears, researching, putting together pros and cons lists of making these big, bold decisions are the key to joining the Seven Figures Club, to creating your dream business and life. So if you're in that position, have the guts, have the big huevos to make that decision and do what it takes to succeed and create the life and dream that your family wants, that you need, and that is the whole purpose behind life. At the end of the day, we regret the things we didn't do, not the things we did. So be bold, take massive action, live a life with no regrets, and push past the fear to act. And if you do, I promise, even though success might not be immediate, if you grind, if you're relentless, if you pivot to prosperity, if you have the, the, uh, the courage to make those big decisions, you will eventually see the success you want. Are you looking for more seven-figure secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession-proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F-I-G-U-R-E-S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession-proof. Thank you for listening, and if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five-star and invite others to join the club.